You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and an intuitive energy curator. Today's episode is kind of one that I've been hinting at for a few weeks now. I've just been waiting for it to come to like a natural, I guess, conclusion or outcome. And it's because it ties together a few of the themes that have come up either in the Cosmic Energy Reports or other episodes. And I just thought it would be cool to show my process of like what an example is of how I move through these energies with an actual tangible example, because I feel like sometimes I'm just talking about these theoretical things, these energies, and to me, they feel tangible in a way. But I feel like sometimes if you're on the receiving end, if you're not on the whole train of thought that I'm on, (laughs) it might sound a little bit confusing or a little bit abstract. So I just wanted to kind of share this because it's been unfolding along with the rhythm of the energies that I've been talking about in these episodes. Like last week, I'm probably not going to edit a whole lot, so you'll have to bear with me. I'm just kind of like, I don't know if it's a cold or what it is, but my energy's a little bit all over the place, and so I'm probably going to be stopping to drink coffee more and stuff too. You can hear it in my voice already, but we're going forward. So the first thing that I wanted to bring attention to is that the main theme around this that really connected was the episode that I did, um, episode 102. I think that was on, yeah, it was on September 27th. And it was the finding authenticity, friendship, and community as an adult. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you'll get the gist. But basically, I was talking about how, you know, when we're kids, we're put in situations where it's almost hard not to meet people. Whether or not we end up having a lot of friends or not is our own journey. But usually, if you're in the same class with someone all year or, you know, you then maybe have same interests or maybe your parents put you in activities where you meet people. And then even in like, if you decide to go to college or university, it's probably easy to find people there. Otherwise, through work, you find people. But in terms of finding people with like genuine interests as an adult that align and not just like having work in common, for example, it can be a little bit more challenging. And I was talking about how I have one friend, well, I have, (laughs) that sounds bad, but also my family, anybody that's listening, my brother's probably laughing because we joke about how I have no friends all the time. Um, But (laughs) um, one of the people that I stayed in touch with from university um, is my friend who was also one of the print monitors with me. Uh, so in the printmaking studio, we worked together to put together the kits for everyone. It was during COVID that we were both there. I was there when it was open to the public, like to, to the public, but when it was open to students as well. So I was there when it was like a bustling hub of people. But then with Abby and I, it was a little bit more 
quiet because there were only a few people that were allowed in the studio. So most of the time it was us like either packing supplies together or cleaning. And it was just a really great way to have time to talk and get to know one another. And from having classes together previously, we also knew that we had a similar style in the way we like to print, the textures we like, the types of images we like, the abstract nature that we have with some of our prints as well. We admire each other's work. I own some of her print. She owns some of mine. So it's just a really nice relationship that's very reciprocal. And I was talking about how, you know, she doesn't live here. She does come here to visit and whatnot. But I was talking about how I really have lived in this city for, I guess, now almost six years. And I don't really have people that I've met just from being in the city. And I don't really, I didn't really feel until last fall around this time when I didn't have my car and I started walking around. I didn't really feel connected to the city because I worked and went to school like all the time. And then when I wasn't working, I was driving to either see my partner or see my family. So I wasn't really just like hanging out here. And so this year has been the first time I've been exploring that. And I realized, you know, even though now I'm, comfortable moving around here in the city and I've gotten to know it better I still don't feel like I have a sense of community here and it was this same friend who came to drop off her prints actually that I had purchased off of her and we were talking outside of my apartment for a good chunk of time that day and it was in September I actually wrote down the dates for all of this because I was like this is a wild timeline if you're following like the separate things that were happening but when she and I got together, it was this day was September 25th. So we're going back like almost a month now to when like this all started to unfold. So this was the same week that I did that episode. That theme had already been coming up for me. And then talking to her really just like lit the fire around it because through our conversation, we were both talking about how we were looking for opportunities to be able to show our work and now not being in school. It's not as easy at school. You could just be like, doing a show with your class or being like, I'm going to do one in the gallery there. And then we both had received the newsletter from the Guelph Arts Council that day that had been featuring this one opportunity to apply for gallery shows for 2023. And we were like, why don't we do it together? So we got really excited about that because, like I said, we have very similar work. And we actually did a collaborative print before for our technician for the print studio and so we already know we work well together and the process was fun like she did the base layer and then handed it off to me and then I printed on top of that and then we had this collaborative print so you're like we could do something like that and already she was like you know what next weekend let's get together and figure out what we want to do for it and get ready for our application and by the time she even got home we had received or seen another opportunity. So we split it up and we we're like, okay, we're each going to do one of these applications. Let's get together. So we did that. And in the process of looking at each of them be to split it up, she really wanted to do one of the other shows that this one gallery had as an opportunity to apply for. So I was like, well, why don't you do that one? I'll take the other one. And the other one is this community organization that connects to a bunch of nonprofits and the arts in Guelph. And I was like, this is actually perfect. And it turns out from looking at their application, in order to apply for a gallery show, you had to apply for a membership with them. And I was like, okay, what does this entail? And it turns out 
by being a member, you get to hot desk there, meaning like you can go to co-work a little bit through the month. And you also get to use them as like your business mailing address, which is something I'm really <laughs> needing because you need to put an address for like newsletters and all these other things, right? So that was just like, perfect. I was like, yeah, I'm going to apply. And in the process of applying, I did that on, so now this is like a week later. So October 2nd, I guess, uh, I applied after Abby and I met to actually go over all of our ideas. And the next day I heard back from someone and they asked if I wanted to come in person to like have a tour of the space and talk or if I just wanted to meet on Zoom. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to come, which is out of character for me. Usually anytime I have the chance to not leave my apartment, I take it. But I was like, I'm looking for community. I'm going to do this. So I said, okay, on Wednesday, so it was on a Monday and already she's like, okay, yeah, on Wednesday, I'm going to come. Tuesday, and this is what most of this is based around this episode, there was a job opportunity at this same organization posted, and it was basically everything that was interesting to me about it. So it was doing the communications, which, as most of you know, I do the some of, a little bit of the social media, but I deal with the Mighty Network and the community aspects of Spirit School. And so they literally had Mighty Networks listed. They had all of these like social media things. And the other piece of the job is that you would be facilitating the gallery shows and the artists coming in to do either their openings or their actual installation and taking down. And it was part time, 20 hours a week. And I was like, wow, like this is literally written for me. So I was very fired up about it. So already when I went there, I told the woman that I was doing the tour with, like, you know, what? I'm actually kind of interested in this position. And we got to talking and it was a really great connection with her. And then I talked to the person who would be leaving, who just so happens to be someone I had a sculpture class with. It was just all really aligned, it seemed at the time. And then things got busy, as they do. And I was like in the middle of a bunch of other stuff. And she actually reached out to me. And I wrote this down because I like went through her email. So October 13th, she replied to another email that I'd sent her. And she was like, just wondering if you're going to apply for this job because you know, I had mentioned it to the associate director and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I am applying. And I was like, I actually was planning to apply tomorrow. So thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it. So I did. I applied the next day. And as soon as I applied, it was like something in me was just like, do I actually want to commit 20 hours a week to working somewhere? And this is the thing that happens sometimes is when you have these things that seem so aligned where you like it all lined up, literally, like if I hadn't met with Abby, if I hadn't applied for the gallery show, if I hadn't applied for the membership, I wouldn't have been on the radar to see this position come up. So like I was like, this has to be for me. Right. But then when I started feeling into it, I was like, that is a lot. Like I find it hard to add anything to my schedule and feel good about it at this point. I can't even stick to giving myself the one day off a week that I'm supposed to have, right? But I was like, you know what? There's got to be something to this. I'm going to go through the interview process. So I didn't hear back from them actually until the 24th. So like 10 days later. And at this point, I had kind of just assumed that they went another way already or like that they weren't planning to interview me. So I honestly had kind of continued as if it didn't exist. I was just kind of like, curious why they hadn't at least reached out. 
And then they did, and they invited me to interview. So my interview was the 27th. And it was funny because around this time, I'd also reached out to um, the original woman that I did the tour with. And I told her actually on the 20th, thank God for email receipts, right? See, this is like on TikTok where they're like, here's the receipts of like what happened. Because, you know, you got to have the receipts to line up. So anyways, so on the 20th, I had reached out to the woman I originally met with and told her, you know what, I actually would like to pay for my membership. And I missed a key thing here in between. In this process of doing the tour and walking around, she's pointing out all these great things that I'd be able to access as a member. And one of the things she said was, if you want to have a, like a free membership, you just have to sign up to be at our host desk. Like when you first walk in, there's somebody that just basically gets you to sign in and like lets people know you're there or whatever. And she's like, if you do that for two hours a week, then you get a free membership. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. But something in me just felt weird about that because I was like, I still like to have like an equal exchange. So that's why I had reached back out to her and said, hey, you know what? I think I want to pay. And so also by paying for the membership, that was my mental way of being like, I don't need this job in order to be connected to this organization, right? It was like, I have to justify these things in my head. And it's just something I'm working through, right? This is this is what I was actively working through between like finding community and then also in Libra season, if you go back to the cosmic energy report, the last two weeks of Libra season, which is when a lot of this was taking place, were pentacles. So this particular situation, I feel, was a lot around money as well as community. The overall theme that I had kind of for Libra season was giving and receiving and exchange. And the 9th to the 15th, so when this like middle stage of like applying to all these things was kind of happening, was the ace of pentacles, like starting something going and moving things forward and planting seeds. And then the 16th to 23rd, when this the bulk of this action was happening, was the queen of pentacles. And that's a lot around finding stability and feeling good about what you have. And one of the themes in this particular card and the deck that I use, the Lightseer's Tarot, it's about looking at your relationship to like scarcity and security and all of these themes. And that's kind of what was happening where I was realizing like, I feel like I need to either have a job like and physically work somewhere or pay to be there in order to feel like I have value and I deserve to be there. And this is a big theme. Like this is something really big that I was unpacking through a lot of this. And by the time I got to the point of paying for the membership, I kind of realized like that was my whole intention in the first place. The intention in the first place was just so that Abby and I could apply for a show. And for us to apply for a show, I felt like it was a great opportunity for me to also have this connection to the community because so many community organizations come through there. There's lots of events that happen. And then I would kind of know what was going on. And I realized I don't need to have a job there in order to know what's going on if I'm going to be a member. And then I decided at the same time, I was like, I still would like to volunteer because it would be really nice to feel 
like I'm actually connected and get to know more people. Because if I go there just to co-work, I know what I'm like when I'm working. I'm kind of zoned in on what I'm doing and I'm not really like openly going around and talking to people. I'm just kind of like looking at my computer screen and getting stuff done. So I ended up putting in the application for our gallery show on the 16th. But prior to that, I had already decided to apply as a volunteer. And so on the 14th, which is when I also applied for the job, I believe. So this is like halfway through it. I had heard back from the guy who organizes the volunteers. And I just said, you know what? I do want to volunteer, but I'm just waiting on a few things to shake out before I'll know, like, because you kind of have to confirm a a regular shift. And I was like, I'm not going to know that until November. And then he was like, "Okay, great. So he's the only one that actually consistently kept following up with me, which then I started thinking, like, that kind of is telling me that this consistent reaching out is like, that's going to be the person who's going to respond the most, who's going to be the most you know, on it if I need something or if I'm curious about something. So in this whole process, I went for the interview on the 27th and my mom actually ended up coming to this area to pick up some tiles for their renovation. And she came over for dinner and hung out with me for a bit. And we were talking about this opportunity and she was asking me about it. And it's The first time I had a full long conversation about it really like out loud. And I just kept saying like, I don't think I want to necessarily be there 20 hours a week because the whole point of me finding jobs like working with Danielle and doing these other things is that I like my time freedom and thinking about having to work like two and a half days in the office just felt constricting. And so I said to her, I was like, you know, I had the interview, but I kind of now feel like I don't really want it. And now I feel kind of guilty, like going through this process. And she was like, you know what, like, you know how you feel about it and you'll know, like, if it's something you want to do. But at least if you're clear on it now, like, that's probably a good thing, right? And so I felt good about it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't need to take the job to feel like good about it it just kind of tells me that I know what my value is and that like I don't have to work there in order to feel valuable it goes back to that theme right of me and I we, I have this joke that like for a long time I've like collected part-time jobs instead of doing things that I want to do and this is the pattern that was coming up and I don't really follow it too closely anymore but the expanded podcast they have their membership that is around like manifestation and i did do like some of their meditations for like a year and i didn't do it consistently but one of the things that always stuck out to me was that they talk about tests from the universe and as much as i don't think the universe is like maliciously testing us i think that we're given opportunities to grow in ways that we haven't grown before or in ways that we haven't healed before but one thing that does resonate with me is that they'll say that when you're getting really close to the thing that you want or to like a path that is going to be really fruitful for you, you'll have a test that on paper looks exactly like what you want, except one element of it. And because I was looking at it and I was like, yeah, I can do all these tasks, but 
I'm already doing these tasks somewhere else and I'm actually looking for time to do other things, right? I want the freedom to be able to do things that I'm not doing. And what this would do is just me doing more of what I'm already doing. And I just had this clear moment of being like, I know I'm going to say no, even if they offer it to me. And I said to my mom, which is something I've said in other instances where it's like either I know I'm going to have to disappoint someone or I'd, I'd rather them just reject me because like I can take it. And if I've already made up my mind, it doesn't bother me. And I was like, you know, I'd rather them just tell me that they went some with someone else because A, that means that someone else who is really excited about the job and would be like 100% in it would get it. And I'm still going to be connected. So before I even heard back from them, so keep in mind, I had my interview on October 27th. And on November, I want to say like, Around the 20th, I think, like I told you, I said I wanted to be a member. So on Halloween, I actually got my invoice to be a member. And on November 4th, I confirmed a shift to be a volunteer. So I already made up my mind at this point. I was like, this is when I'm going to go into volunteer. This is like when I'm going to be a member. And in my head, I was like, it's already settled. So universe, do whatever you need to do to like make this work out the way it's meant to work out. But like, I'm already really happy about this decision. And then I didn't hear back from them until, well, November 7th. So like three days after that, they sent an email just saying like, it's still an ongoing process. And then the 10th was when they, when they finally sent me an email to tell me that they had like chosen someone else. And I was like, so relieved when I got that email. It's funny because I still wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. But I was like, you know, I think that just shows me that I made the right decision. And then the next day I did my cards and I've been trying to get back into that habit of doing them every day because I've been kind of chaotic and all over the place. And I was like, that's something that grounds me in the morning. And the first card that I pulled was not for you. And it basically says rejection is protection. And I was like, wow, like that could not be more clear if I tried. Like of all of the cards and all of my decks, that would be the card if I were going to pick one for someone else for that meaning, that would be the card that I would choose. And then I, when I look at the themes that were coming up for Scorpio season and like the cosmic energy report from the 23rd to the 29th of October, so like the period when I was kind of like in the waiting phase, was the Ten of Swords, which is like walking away from something. And the theme that I always say with that card is choosing yourself. And I was like, yeah, I actually did that. And then from the 30th to November 5th, the whole point when I was like waiting to hear back from them and when I like made the decision to volunteer instead was death and rebirth. And so it was like, again, letting go of this pattern that I have of deciding that like my worth is with work and obviously being super Capricorn, it's not surprising and gen being a generator where it's like, I know I can do the thing, so I should do it. Those themes are so, so prevalent in my life. Like I look back at so many different phases and it's always I'll choose the job over whatever else it is that I should be healing or working on or doing for myself. I'll always choose work. So that was a huge breakthrough for me. And the fact that I really knew that what I had to do was like put it in paper, like have the receipts, like be like, no, I've already signed up for this. I'm committed to these other things before I heard back. So it's funny how like at first I was thinking it's weird that it's taking them this long to go through this process of hiring. But then I realized like it was, I if they had done a quick turnaround, I 
if it if they had offered me the job like a few days after I had the interview, even though I was already questioning it, there's a pretty good chance I might have flipped and been like, yeah, you know what? I'll take it and I'll see how it goes. It's only a year. That's the thing, too, is it was a year contract. So I knew there was an end point, too, right? But I didn't. I had enough time to go through the whole cycle, the whole death and rebirth cycle of like looking at the opportunity, thinking about the alternatives and knowing that like it would be money coming in and then being like, no, I'd rather make money doing my readings and energy healing. And already like I have my income with Danielle and I was like, you know what? I don't need this. So then the following week, the 6th to the 12th, which we're just coming out of now was the nine of pentacles which is kind of celebrating everything that you have and i forgot about that literally until today when i looked back at my recharge or sorry my seasonal reset e- newsletter i looked back at it and i was like wow because i was just telling my mom yesterday how i had this whole theme going on last week myself because i had a lot of free free time last week compared to usual and I was just kind of resting honestly because I'm fighting whatever this is and I've just been tired probably also like full moon vibes but I realized I've been actually sitting and being like the fact that I have this time to just be sitting here you know like resting and there's nothing that's being taken away from me I'm not missing out on anything I have the freedom to do what I want to do like that is incredibly abundant to me. That's what I've been trying to get this whole time, right? That was my whole goal. So then I realized, and I so I said to her, I was like, you know, that was kind of a major realization because that was my goal and I've achieved it. And I've been getting in the last few days also cards around like celebrating right now and achievements. And I was like, well, this is the laziest week I've had in a long time. But it's true. Like the fact that I'm able to to rest, this is what I've been working towards the last few years to begin with and now the goal is like setting boundaries and actually doing things for myself and so my episodes I took a break actually from my podcast but on the first I did an episode that was on like cleaning and the dust settling and finding clarity and that's kind of what was happening in those couple weeks when I had like no input from the organization and it was just left to me to kind of process and by sitting and resting and just giving myself the time I came to these realizations on my own and with this inner wisdom that was coming through and normally I would ignore that and I would be like respond like maybe sending a follow-up email being like how's the process going (laughs) like probably if I really felt like I need because I'll very quickly turn into like between being interested in a job to being like I need this job because I convinced myself like I need this other income or like I need this connection or whatever it might be. But I didn't do that this time. So I ended up having this like incredible clarity come through. And last week's episode that was like all the yellow stuff and it was like this solar plexus energy that had been coming through for like a week or two. This is what was also coming through at the same time was this very clear sense of worth where it's like my worth is not tied to like where I'm working uh me and my presence and what I have to offer is my worth like me inherently being in the space is going to benefit them as much as it's going to benefit me to be in the space with them and for me to actually come to that realization was really big because usually like I said I have to justify why I deserve to be somewhere or why I deserve to receive something 
And that was really a breakthrough. And so this pentacles energy of like seeing how abundant things are this week, starting the 13th is all around. It's the justice card. And what I was feeling around that is that we're returning back to whatever the decision we are making was at the beginning of the month. And now we know what my decision was. And we're reviewing that and we're now finding resolution and we're finding the themes. We're finding what we learned about ourselves and anything we need to resolve in that situation. And because I'm now feeling this so strongly that I made the right decision, what also came to mind was the other piece that I was talking to my mom about was that I now need to decide what I'm going to do with this time because I manifested this time. And I'm celebrating the fact that I have this free time. But now, like, I ended up not really doing much most of the week because I was like, I know all the, like, the hypothetical things I want to do, but, like, what tangible things do I want to do? Like, what do I actually want to see come out of having this time? And part of the way I'm going to figure that out is actually knowing what that time is, right? Because, like, having free time it's a very abstract concept if you don't know like what hours it is. Like for someone like me, I'm very tangible. And so what I end up doing is looking at what my schedule is like now and saying, okay, I'm kind of all over the place, except Thursdays are my day off. And I think I've told you guys this before because then my brain has shifted to being like, that's my only day off instead of being like the weekend plus Thursday. I ended up just working and doing stuff and like kind of chaotically going through the rest of my week until I get to Thursday. I have that rest day. Sometimes I feel anxious because I should be doing other things, but it's actually the only day now that I feel not anxious because there's this protection around it where it's like, that's my day off. And I realized like, I don't want to only have that feeling on one day a week. That's not the reason I manifested this time. And so when we had our team meeting, I just said to them, you know what? I think I'm only going to work Monday, Wednesday, Friday for this work. And those will be my work days because then that'll tell my brain that I have to get my work done those days and it'll prevent me from working the other days. And what's really great about having a team of people who like genuinely cares about you is that if they see me working on those other days or if they catch themselves messaging me, they'll actually be like, oh no, you're not supposed to be working. So it's like this other set of accountability by telling people like I'm not working on these days then they also know, oh, okay, then we're going to kind of like help you with that. The same as I would do for anyone else. If they were telling me they weren't going to work, I'll just say, or like if someone's not feeling well, I'll be like, okay, then you're not doing that. We're just going to let you rest and, you know, I'll do it. So yeah, it's been quite a wild few weeks, but I feel like this justice energy is like a cleanup energy too. It's like get rid of all the excess, whether that's actual stuff you have to get rid of, whether it's just conversations you need to have to wrap things up. But it feels like, like I said to my mom, it's the first time in a long time I've had a weekend where I just felt relaxed. Like I was sitting still and not feeling like I should be doing a million other things. And so this is a really good energy for me feeling like this last week of Scorpio season going into Sagittarius, like when the fire energy hits, I feel like I'm going to be ready to actually do stuff and to move forward with things because I've had this chance to kind of fully process things all the way through and not be like halfway through processing and then like start something else. I think that's a pattern that I have. So I just really 
hope that this at least resonates for like seeing how the cycles work, like with these energies. When I'm t- giving you these re- energy reports with Emily and we're going through the themes, they do actually show up in my life too. They are things that I'm actively working through. Sometimes I don't have as tangible of a result because it's more of like a mindset shift. And I do usually share those here, but it's again, not as tangible as saying like I had an actual like job opportunity that I moved through and I realized like that wasn't for me before I got the response and I ended up choosing to volunteer. And this goes all the way back to that theme of connecting to community and being able to also have that giving and receiving energy from Libra season come through. It took most of Scorpio season to get there, but I'm starting this week actually on Thursday with my um, with my volunteering. And it's going to be nice to actually feel like I'm part of a group. Like I was already put in like the volunteer hosts um, Google group. And it's just things like that. Like as much as I don't necessarily miss being in a physical workspace Monday to Friday, one of the things I did share very vulnerably kind of in the episode on finding authentic community is that I miss feeling like there's a regular chance for people to see what I have to contribute to the community or the workplace or whatever it might be. Like I miss working for Le Chateau sometimes. I was actually having nostalgic thoughts about it yesterday where I miss being able to just like go into a store and know what my role is and to do something that helps them move forward and make more sales and then meet people that are really friendly and get to know people and have these like relationships. And so that's what I'm really looking forward to, having this regular weekly commitment again. And, you know, I have so many amazing friends that I've met online through community, and I value that as, like, so much. This is why I haven't felt the need for community outside of that in the last two years. Like, I've made incredible friends who I don't know what I would do without them. But there's just something about physically being in a space with people that I didn't realize I missed until the last few months, which is a testament to how important even online community can be, having people with similar interests. Because if I didn't have that, I'm sure I would have felt this a lot sooner. But I'm just really looking forward to also physically being out of my apartment for something on a weekly basis. And because I have hot desking hours, I can also go a bit early or stay late and do some work while I'm there too. So I'm looking forward to it. And then I also wanted to say that in the same line of thought that I was having around what am I going to do at this free time, one of the things I realized I missed was doing readings for people. I did the mini readings a little while ago, and those were fun. I still have those actually in my calendar. You can still book them. But I decided I wanted to do year ahead readings because I've been referencing my own reading from last year and looking at it a lot more. And I realized it's so fun to do them because it's something you can look back on throughout the whole year. And because of the format that I've been using for the monthly newsletter, having the card with the description, I think the descriptions will be a little longer because it's like a month ahead instead of like a week. But I just like the idea that like, you can go back to that same email every month and look at it, see what the themes are, see what your overall themes are, and go through 
the process of checking in throughout the year and seeing how things are turning out. Because sometimes it's like a very small theme. I think I said this before on the episode. Sometimes it's just like a certain thing that comes up. But sometimes like the whole month, you'll be like, I'm dealing with this thing, like what I was saying around these themes, right? And it's so interesting to see. And then I wanted to share with you, just to tell you again, a tangible example of what this looks like for me. October for me was the Seven of Cups, which is being kind of overwhelmed, having so many options, not knowing what to choose. (laughs) That's kind of what was happening was I was like, am I going to do a gallery show here? Am I going to be a member here? Am I going to work here? Should I look at other opportunities that are coming up? How do I know if it's the right one for me? Right. There's just like over all these all these cups, not knowing what's in any of them. That was the energy of October. And November is the Ten of Cups. And so it's still in the cups, it's still around people and relationships. But this is like being really happy and finding a way to be of service and having gratitude and community. And this made me really happy because I was like, wow, I'm already leading into that without realizing it. I had made a decision that leads me into being connected to the community. So, you know, I just feel like this is such a fun thing to have that I can look back on this all year. December is supposed to be the Ten of Pentacles for me, which is abundance and joy and, again, still community. It, you know, feeling worthy of the success that you have. So I'm looking forward to that. If I'm going through the next two months with the Ten of Cups and the Ten of Pentacles as my energies, like, I am excited. So I'm going to be doing my own year ahead reading probably pretty soon because I'm not going to be able to keep myself from it. And I don't know if I'll share that now or if I'll do what I did last year and share it for my birthday. But I just wanted to kind of give you some samples if you're if you've been thinking about doing it. The benefit, like I said, is that this year I'm going to be incorporating an email. So if you do a Zoom reading, I'll still just put the cards in for you with like the general meaning for them and still give you the email that has them. If it's an audio reading where you want me to send an audio file, you'll get the same thing. You'll get like a little description with each card so you know what the cards are. But if you do an email reading, it will be like a long form, like with paragraphs for each card so that you have the whole thing to read through and get it all in like a more visual sense. So I feel like that's just offers some flexibility if you're not really wanting to sit and do a zoom reading and try to like remember it all or if you do want the zoom reading because you want to actually connect and be able to talk about the cards that's great too but it just offers some flexibility and because it's something you're going to have for the whole next year i think it just is something that's really fun but also helpful because there were a couple months this year where i was like what is happening why am i like this and i had to look and be like oh that's why like for example in September. It was kind of a rough month, which is why I was very emotional. As you know, if you listen to my episodes, like I was just feeling like I needed that community. That was when this kind of kicked off this theme, right? Was me being like, I don't know why I'm so emotional. I don't know why. It just feels like there's something missing. I really miss things. And it was the Five of Cups that month, which was like the dark night of the soul, forgiveness and relief, grieving a loss. Um, but then coming around to having some hope. And so that made a lot of sense, right? Because I was like, you know, if it's been going so well, August was the Ace of Cups. So that was like new connections, self-love, like just feeling like your cup is overflowing. 
possibilities, right? So what from that to like, why do I feel like this is the end of the world? So I just wanted to really connect with you at the end of this episode to say that like these themes come and go and something that is really grounding for me is being able to look back and be like, okay, it's not just me and this is an energy that everyone might be feeling too, or at least I could expect this. And that's why I think our cosmic energy reports are also helpful because I also, in my um, newsletter, send out each of the cards with a little description so that you can do the same thing and look back and be like, okay, for each week of the month, like what is happening? Why is this like this? You know, and kind of at least feel like it's not just you. So like I said, there's a link in my bio or if you go to my website, com, you'll be able to book a session. There is still mini readings available. So if you'd really just like a mini three card reading to see what's going on right now, those are available as well through email or um, audio. But I'm really looking forward to that. I have a couple of healing sessions coming up for people. I also have another free session that's going to be coming up probably in December. It's a collaboration with someone. So there's lots coming up. Emily and I are also doing a holiday movie episode, which I'm really excited for after our Sagittarius episode. So there's lots of excited th exciting things coming up. I hope that you'll share with me what you enjoy, what resonates with you. And I really look forward to doing some personal tarot readings for you for 2023. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.